At Watermark Community Church, we're reading the Bible together and learning about how a bunch of smaller stories point to one big true story, the story of God's rescue plan through Jesus. Welcome to Join the Journey Junior. Hi everyone, it's Nicole. Here's where we are in the story. Remember when Joseph's brothers sold him into slavery? What they meant for evil, God used for good. After he was able to help interpret Pharaoh's dream, God raised him up from slavery and prison to being governor of Egypt. He was put in charge of all the food, which saved many lives because a famine, a food shortage, was taking place. Joseph's brothers, unaware that he was now the governor, came to buy more food from him in Egypt, and he gathered a feast for them. After the feast, Joseph decided to test his brothers. They still didn't know he was their brother they'd sold into slavery so long ago. He told his palace manager to fill his brother's sacks with as much food as possible and to put all their money back in their bags. Then he said to put his own silver cup at the top of his brother Benjamin's bag. The palace manager did exactly as instructed. Joseph's brothers left at dawn to go home. But very shortly after they left, Joseph told his guards to chase after them and accuse them of stealing. When the palace manager caught up with them, the brothers were confused by his accusation. They knew they had done no wrong, so they said that if the manager found stolen items in their bags, the manager could put that man to death, and the rest of them would be their servants. They were clueless and had no idea the cup was in Benjamin's bag. The manager told them he would only require the man who stole the governor's cup to be their servant. So he began his search and found the cup in Benjamin's sack. The brothers were so upset, they returned to Joseph's palace and bowed down to him. Judah spoke for his brothers, offering for them all to be servants instead of just their youngest brother. But Joseph refused. He only wanted the man that had stolen his silver cup. So Judah stepped forward and offered himself in Benjamin's place. Take me instead. Take me. Seeing Judah's heart to protect his youngest brother, Joseph was overcome with emotions. So he sent his attendants out of the room and wept in front of his brothers. (laughs) Then he told them he was Joseph, the brother they sold into slavery so many years before. He told them not to blame themselves because he knew that God sent him to Egypt ahead of them so their lives might be saved from the famine. Then Joseph told them to tell their father he was master over all the land of Egypt and that they should move to Egypt immediately because there were still five years of famine left. Then Joseph gave each of them a hug, crying tears of joy. Shortly after, Pharaoh found out about Joseph's family, and he invited them to move too. He even told them to leave their belongings behind because they would be given all the best things in Egypt. Pharaoh even gave the brothers some gifts before they started their journey home. When Joseph's brothers got home, they quickly told their father Jacob the news about Joseph. Jacob was stunned. He could not believe it. No way. Joseph is alive. But seeing the gifts they were given, 
he realized they were telling the truth and told them to let him see Joseph before he died. On the way back to Egypt, God spoke to Jacob in a vision, telling him he would make Jacob's family into a great nation in Egypt, and that he would eventually bring the family back to the land he promised them. When they arrived in Egypt, Jacob gave Joseph a huge hug. After 22 years of being apart, the son Jacob thought was dead was not dead. What a relief. Jacob's family was reunited again, but the famine continued just as the Pharaoh dreamed and Joseph did his job faithfully. After some time, Jacob's health was failing, so he gathered his sons to share some final words with them. He told some of them that their sin would have consequences in the future. He encouraged some of them for their hard work, and then he blessed some. One blessing in particular, the blessing for Judah, was really special. He compared Judah to a lion and told him that the scepter, or ruler's staff, would not depart from the family line of Judah. Can you guess who comes from the family line of Judah? Here's a hint. His mom's name is Mary, and he was born in a manger. Back to the story. Shortly after Jacob gave his final words to his sons, he passed away and was buried with his ancestors back in Canaan. Joseph heard that his brothers were afraid he would seek revenge against them, so he reminded them that God would judge them, not him. He reminded them that God worked through their bad choices to bring something good. And lastly, he promised he would continue to take care of them and their families. What an ending to this story. Let's review what we heard with some questions. Question one. Which brother stepped up when Benjamin was accused of stealing the silver cup? Question two. How do you think Jacob felt when he was reunited with Joseph? Question three. How do you feel when you see someone you haven't seen in a long time? Question four. Talk to your parents about how Joseph is a good example of forgiving others when they wrong us. God brought Joseph through many highs and lows before Joseph was given the opportunity to save the lives of many people. But because he knew that God was with him the whole time and that God would be the perfect judge, he was able to choose to forgive his brothers for the awful things they did to him. Now remember friends, this is just another small story that's part of the one big true story the story of God and His rescue plan through Jesus, which Judah's blessing points to directly. Join us next time as we journey through the Bible together.